Okay, Boker Tov, good morning. Again, today we learn, today's daf is daf Vav and Beitza. We're learning in, in for four Shlema for Yosef Ezreal Ben Chaim Michal. Uh, <clears throat> if you enjoy this daf podcast and you know anyone else who may benefit from it, please share it with them. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. By doing so, we can help make sure that many around the world with limited time have the opportunity to learn the daily daf. Thank you. So today's daf is daf vav. We start from the very top of the page. Amarava, may beyond the brishin moment. Now this is a very common thing that happened. Uh, Kurt, I bet you'll remember this uh, when you lived in Washington Heights many, many years ago, decades ago. Uh, there were cases where they did funerals for Jews on Yontif. So here the Gemara tells us that if you have a, a, a person, a person had died, and it's the first day of Yontif on a double two days of Yontif. Goyim should take care of him. As Goyim should do the burial, dig the grave, cut the shrouds, etc. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that he died on the first day of Yontav. It means that the body is there on the first day of Yontav. Maybe he died a day or two before, but there's a body on the first day of Yontav, and the body can rot, and it's covered a mess. So Goyim should take care of it. Goyim should perform the funeral. This is why I mentioned that in the old days, people remember that uh, many times there would be funerals on the first day of Yontif when there was a two-day Yontif and they would be taking the body across the George Washington Bridge into New Jersey for burial. But Yontif Shani, let's say there's a dead body on the second day of Yontif, Yisasko Bo Yisrael, the Jews can do it. In other words, the Jews did the grave. Yontif Shani is basically a sveik at the yom in general. And here the rabbis were matarit, even though we said yesterday that what, that Yantav, two days of Yantav, of, of Rosh Hashanah are is Yoma Arichta, but here the rabbis, because of Kavadah Meis, the rabbis were lenient and said that on the second day of Yantav, we'll talk about only, a, it doesn't happen today, because today they can refrigerate the body, but when they, when they weren't able to conserve the body and the body could rot, they allowed the Jews on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, or the second day of any Yantav, which is like a Sveked Rabbonan, they allowed them to perform the Mashikim Babetza. By Beitza, we said, we go like we said that if it's if it's um, the second day of Rosh Hashanah, right, Yom Arichta, we said yesterday we paskin like Rav, that Shtei Yom Tov Rosh Hashanah, Rav and Shmuel both agreed that no, the Bezeh, Sur Bezeh. Now, Amri, now there are Dawns who were on Marom, they were much later, they said, after Beitza, even on the Beitza also, no, the Bezeh, Tor Bezeh. Uh, what's the read? My dad, what are you going to say? Well, maybe El will have an extra day, meaning maybe it's the second day is really Yantif. The first day is uh, maybe the last day of El. In the time of Ezra, they did have an El, which was Mo'ober, meaning that there were effectively two days of Rosh Hashanah. But after his time, you didn't find it at all. So unfortunately, I'll deal with this. How can Ardoi argue with Rabiosi, who was a ton, and we find Rabiosi says uh, that no, there was a, uh, was a could be that the, the, the Ardoi are saying it just doesn't happen. That's how one tells us it just doesn't happen. It's not, we never find that it happens, but you don't really have, you never find that a mover, and therefore they said that uh, uh, if it would happen, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's not really the second day of Rosh Hashanah. That's what the say, but we'll see. We don't hold like the Nardos. Omar Marzutra, Lorman. So what are we saying? That when it comes to Beitz Shenolda, and two days of Rosh Hashanah, was Nolda, but if it was, it was, if it was late on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, the second day it's also, like we said, Rav and Shmuel said yesterday. But when it comes to a dead body, if a dead body is rotting, and it's the second day of Rosh Hashanah, there the, rabbi, the rabbis permitted the Jews to dig the grave and cut, and cut uh, shrouds, more than shrouds, cut whatever's necessary. 
So the Gemara now says, Amr Marzutra, Lo Amenel, destroy. That's only if the body is laying around and is rotting. But if it's uh, the body was like fresh and it's not a question of the body rotting and covered a mess, then machine lay, then you could leave it over and this then the heter was only done under extenuating circumstances because the body was rotting. Even if it wasn't rotting, you don't leave it, it's not covered up, it's my time. When it comes to the second day of Yantav, even on Rosh Hashanah, the rabbis who made the takana, we said yesterday, why is it Yomarukh? Because the rabbi said, we're making both days Yantav. It wasn't like only because of Sveik at the Yoma, which was the case in Chutzlaretz. But even in Eretz Yisrael, they've said, if they ate it, we said, because if they ate them coming after Mincha, they were talking, we're not accepting them anymore, we're making two days Yantav. So it was a special takana for Rosh Hashanah. And that's why we have two days today, even in Yerushalayim, we have two days of Rosh Hashanah, like we're going to have Eretz Hashem tonight. So my time, Yantav Shein, when it comes to a, a dead body, the rabbis didn't make that takana. They made it like a week day, and you could, and you could be osik in it, even if the body is not rotting. I feel lamegas like gleaming, even to cut cut like a shirt, like shrouds. Lamegas like to cut down a myrtle, and others to cut down a piece of a tree from a tree. The rabbi said it's mamish like chol, and lamegas like gleaming doesn't necessarily mean shrouds. Rashi says because the shrouds were already. We're not talking about shrouds because shrouds is, is obvious that you could do. He says it's even more than that. He says I don't even It's not talking about. A, a shirt or a garment that's necessary for um, for the shrouds, because that's obvious you need shrouds, because they're talking about like a myrtle. What are they? They used to put a myrtle on top of the coffin, like as a nice, as a covered mess. So here also, the shirt we're talking about is covered mess. We're not just talking about the regular shrouds, the tachrichem. So the rabbi said that's mutter, even if the body is not rotting, but it's simply the rabbi said when it comes to a dead body, the second day of Rosh Hashanah, and certainly the second day of the oven, is like a yom chol. Am Rabbeinu but now, where we're living in, they were living apparently in Persian. These Persian, this is a, a sect of Persians who made the Jews do work for them. Chavri means these, uh, these kinds of, this sect of, of Goyim that forced the Jews to work for them. Chashina, we're concerned. What does that mean? We're, we're afraid they, they make us work, but on Shabbos and Yantav, they don't make us work, right? But if they see us burying the dead on Yantav, they'll make us work also. So because of that, we do. We we are concerned about that, and we don't perform burials on the second day of Yantav. Bismanazeh, you don't find it at all, of course, because today the body is preserved properly and it's covered in a mess, and there's no concern. Ravina Yosef to Rav Ashi. Ravina was sitting in front of Ashi Bishneim and Tamshal Rashan. It's two days of Rosh Hashanah, meaning it was like a Thursday, Friday, Shabbos situation. Thursday, Friday was Rosh Hashanah. Shabbos was Yantav. It was was Shabbos was Shabbos. Thursday, Friday was Yantav. That's the only case in Eretz Israel where you have a three-day Yantav, right? Where you have Rosh Hashanah comes out on Thursday and Friday, and then of Shabbos afterwards. So Chazidav So when Ravina was sitting in front of Ravashi, he saw Ravashi was sad. Amalei my why you sad? I forgot to make an erev tafshilin on Wednesday, right? You have to make an erev tafshilin on Wednesday so that you're able to cook on uh, Thursday or Friday for Shabbos, as we'll talk about erev tafshilin later on. But that enables you because, as we said before, you can't prepare from Yantif to Shabbos or Shabbos to Yantif. So how do you come? How do we cook today from? Yantif to Shabbos. We cook because we consider it. We started cooking already on Wednesday. So we started cooking on Wednesday, so it's all Mu'urav. Erev Tavshim, mixing up. We're cooking for Yantif and Shabbos together because we started cooking before already. So it's one big, one big uh, cooking. And that's how it's allowed. So he says he said because he forgot to make an Erev Tavshim on a Wednesday. So now he can't cook on Shabbos on Thursday or Friday for, for Shabbos. Armalei. But Lose Martin, you could do it today. 
Why can't you do the Torah? Milo Omer Rava did Rava not say. We're going to have this later on. Miniach Adam Erev Tavshim Yantav Lechaveiro Umasna. Really, when it comes to normally to two days of, of uh, Yantav and Chutz Laaretz, so <clears throat> really it's fake at a Yoma. One day is Yantav, one day's not. So he's, Rava says, you know what, you really, if you forgot to make an Erev Tavshil and, and you have two days of Yantav, let's say Yantav was Monday and Tuesday. So, um, well, it's really Thursday and Friday, otherwise it doesn't come up for Shabbos. But it's Thursday and Friday on, on Chutz Laaretz, on Pesach, let's say. And, uh, or Sukkot. And um, Sukkot is a simple case, right? Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. And you forgot to make an Erev Tavshil on a Wednesday. So you make it on Thursday and you say, listen, if today is Yantav, I can cook tomorrow anyway for Shabbos because tomorrow's Chol. And if tomorrow is really Yantav, then I can, I can cook today anyway because today is Chol. Now that I cook today, I can make an Erev Tavshil today. Meaning, if it's Thursday and Friday is Yantav. If tomorrow is Yantav, really, so I can make the Erev Tavshil now. And if today is Yantav and tomorrow is only because it's fake at Yom, it's really not Yantav, so that's not a problem. I can cook anyway tomorrow. I don't need the Erev Tavshil, right? If today, is, if today is Chol and tomorrow Friday is Yantav, so I can make an Erev Tavshil now. I'm making this is my Erev Tavshil. And if today is Yontif and tomorrow is Chol, I don't need an Erev Tavshil. I can just cook on Friday for Shabbos. So why don't you, why don't you, the Amalei, so Ravashi answered, Ravina, that's on a regular, let's say, two days of Sukkot in, in Chutzlaretz. Two days of Rosh Hashanah, he didn't say that because we said Rosh Hashanah, the two days, is really a Yom Richter. It's one long day. Did he say it? We just said before, Nardoi went not like Rav and Shmuel, and they said, even in Beitza, Shinolda, the first day of Rosh Hashanah, you could eat on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because it's not really Yantif. He didn't hold it. And Nardoi didn't say it. Amalei, Rav Mordechai. Rav Mordechai was a Talmud, also a Rashi, and he was sitting there, and he told Ravina, the Feirush Amalimar, don't, don't bring that up. That's not an answer, what Nardoi said, because I'm telling you, Ravashi already said, the Nardoi, he doesn't hold of what Nardoi said. In any case, Nardoi is an exception to the rule, or like Tosa says, didn't really make an exception. They were to say, it just doesn't come out that way. But they were arguing basically with Rav and Shmuel, and we go like Rav and Shmuel, and they, that Beitz and what the first day of Rosh Hashanah is also on the next day. But there was a time where there were matzah to do uh, burials um, on, on the first day of Yantif. It's really Yantif. If the first day is Yantif, you have Goyim do it. On the second day, so the rabbis were matzah, and they didn't make their takana that the second day is Yom Richter, and then it's like a fake at Yoma. And they said they were matter and because there'd be funerals when it was necessary, and the goyim wouldn't force us to do work, and it was concerned about the body rotting. Even when there wasn't a concern about the rot- about the body rotting, they said that was mamish mutter. But we said ha'idna when there's problems with the goyim, so we don't do it anymore. And today we don't do it anymore at all. Amrly itmar. Next case itmar efroach shenobiyantiv. Now you have a chick that was hatched on yantiv. Till now, we're just talking about an egg, right? You're going to make eggs. Now we're talking about a chick who's hacking you out. Rav Amar Asr. Rav says, well, can you shecht it? You have a little chick here. Can you shecht it? Rav says, you can't. It's muksa. Shmuel, what's the reason for the machlokas? Rav Amar Asr, muksa. It's muksa because it was in the egg before. And as we'll see, right? It was in the egg before. As we'll see that if you shechted the mother and you found an egg inside that was unhatched, that maybe that had a chick inside, you can't eat it. It's still muktza. You could shech. You could shech the chick now, since you could shech the chick, and that's mutter. So it's like Rashi says, it's like a kind of amigo. If you can shech the chicken, eat it right on. Therefore, it's not muktza. So therefore, 
he says, since it's not mukta, since since it's matter itself for shechita, it's also matter itself from mukta. That's the Rashi. It's all matter. That's when like dasalios nishchat So you couldn't shecht it before it was inside. Before it was before it was hatched, you couldn't shecht it. It was inside the chick. So now that now that it was hatched and it came out, and you could shecht it now. So since it's matter itself, right? Veleidoso hiter so for shechita. So therefore, it's also matukanu. It's also fixed that it's not not considered muksa. Again, a chick that was hatched on yantif. Rav says he can't. It's muksa. Shmuel says no. Since you can now shecht it, therefore it's also not muksa. Therefore, it's not muksa. So they turned to Rav and they said, Rav, you say it's also a chick that was hatched, you can't shecht it and eat it on Yantif, it's Mukta. If a calf was born on Yantif, you're allowed to shecht it. You're allowed to shecht it. You can shecht it and eat it. So why don't you say the same thing over here by a chick that was hatched? That's different because you could have shechted the mother. When it, on, on Yantif, if you have a cow here, you could shecht it and eat it, right? Yantif, you're allowed to cook, you're allowed to shecht, to ochel nefesh. So you could shecht the mother, and then if you shechted the mother, the baby's anyway mutter inside, right? If you find the baby inside, so it's not muktza, but this is muktza. That's different. So a, 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 a calf that, that was born on Yantiv is mutter because he could have, it was already, it wasn't muktza because he could have shechted the mother, and if you shechted the mother, you could eat the, you could eat the child. So here, but that's different. There, there you could do it because you could eat the child without even shechit on the mother. But over here, it's inside, if it's inside the egg, it doesn't uh, become mutter, i.e. the mother. Says the Gemara, uh, um, okay, fine. So there it's different because you could shech the mother, and since the mother is not mutter, you could shech it, and it would be mutter, i.e. the mother. That's different, but over here, shechting the mother, the mother chicken is not going to be matter the egg inside. So it's okay, but my bain's ele egel shenolbo, shenolbena trefa. What about a calf that was born on Yanta from a mother that was a trefa? Now, if the mother was a trefa, that means it had a punctured lung or it had some mortal wound. That's not mutradit. You can't. She- if you shechted the mother, you wouldn't be able to eat the child. If you shechted a, ca- a cow and the cow was a trefa, the baby inside is also considered trefa. Uber yerachimo says Rashi. It's part of the mother. Yet, yet, if that calf was born. If you shechted the trefa mother, the baby inside is also a trefa. It's considered no good. Even though the baby itself is not a trefa, but it's part of the mother. But if it was born, if the, if the trefa mother uh, gave birth to the calf on Shabbos, on, on, on Yantif, right, then it's okay. You could shech the, you could shech the, so the same thing with the egg. The same thing with the egg. You're right. Just like by the chicken, if you shechted the mother, the, ba- the chick inside the egg doesn't become mutter to eat. Here also, if you shechted the trefa mother, the baby inside could be ate. Yet, if it was born, if it was born on Yantif, if the if the calf from the mother trefa was born, it's mutter to eat. So why don't you say the same thing? If the chick was hatched on Yantif, it should be mutter to eat. That's what they said to Rob. So Shasik Rob, Rob didn't have an answer. Amar Rav, Vitem Rav Yosef, my time is Rob. Why was he quiet? Leimalu hol muchen agav imo lekloven. Since the mother over here, you know why you know why the uh, case of the calf born from a trefa mother is okay because the mother was a trefa, but at the beginning of Yantif, you could have given it to the to, you can give it to dog food made it to dog food. It's a trefa. you can't eat it, but you can give it to you can eat it give it to the dogs. So that since it's mutter agav the mother for a club, so it's not mukts anymore. There it's different than the calf born from a trefa mother, but in the case of uh, 
of an egg of a chick inside a, 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 a an egg uh, that was never mutter. So Ephraim Shanol Beyantif, it's never was never mutter egg of the mother. Omle Abaye, so Abaye said, Abaye said, I understand you. If you hold of muktza, like Rav says, he says it's muktza. He holds like Rav Yehuda. So manach, something which is prepared for a person is not considered muchen leklavim. It's not considered prepared for dogs. Ditznan. We had this case before in Daf Beis. That's from Shimon Shita. That's the Stam mission. We said proves that that uh, Rebbe Paskin, uh, when it comes to Shabbos, he Paskin like Shmuel, like uh, like uh, like um, like Reb Shimon. That there's no muktza. Machatchen esadlu, and you can cut gourds in front of an animal. If an animal died on Shabbos, you can cut it up and give it to dogs, right? So there he says, and Rabbi Yudah says, no, you can't. If it wasn't, if, if it wasn't, if it wasn't in the Nevei already Arab Shabbos, it was dog food before Shabbos, then you can. But if it wasn't, if it died on Shabbos, it's Asura. Lefisha Enamanuch wasn't prepared. So, uh, so he says, what do you say over here? That it's, right, because at the beginning of Shabbos, you had a cow here. The cow was presumably going to be used eventually for human food. You were going to shecht it and eat it. But it died on, died naturally on Shabbos, and now it's a, it's a nevela. You can't give it to the dogs. Why? Because it was, since it was set aside for human consumption, you couldn't have eaten it on Shabbos anyway without shechita, right? But it's not considered muchel klavim. It's not considered mukhlakub. You can't say it was prepared, it was ready for dogs. In case it died on Shabbos, it was ready for dogs. You don't say that. So he says, Marach, if it's Mukhla Adam, like a regular cow, not a trefa, a regular cow that was Mukhla Adam before Shabbos. You couldn't shechla on Shabbos, but it was eventually going to be human food. And now it's not Mukhlaklavim if it died on Shabbos. So Mukhlaklavim, in the case where what? Where you had a trefa mother, the case we said where the mother the mother the the, the mother cow was a trefa, which is only for Klavim, is that Mukhla Adam? Because what are we saying over here? They asked him, Rob, why do you say that the chick born on uh Yantif? You can't eat because it's muktza. How is that different than the case of a calf that came out of a trefa uh mother? That uh, that it's not muchem because of the mother, and yet it's muchem because of if, if itself. If, if it was if it was born, you could eat it. So Rob didn't have an answer to that. So he says, "Why don't you say that's different? Because it's muchem ag of the mother for for dogs. It wasn't muchem by itself. But in the case of the calf that came out of a tray for mother, it was muchem because of its mother, because the mother was fit for human for dog consumption." So he says, what kind of a point is that? Even something which is muchel adam is not muchel kavma and and we're saying Rav goes like that to the holds of muktza. In the case of a cow that died on Shabbos, you can't give it to the dogs because it was originally set aside for humans. So if something was set aside for dogs, like this mother trefa, the, the cow mother, the mother cow trefa. Can you say that that's muchel adam and you should be able to eat it? That's not the same thing, right? Min muchel kavma have a and that's muchel adam, and therefore, uh, therefore. Uh, it's 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 okay. How could you say that? You can't say if it's muchen for a club and of the mother, it's muchen for itself. And we're back to that's not a good answer for Rav. Zimor says no, that's different. Uh, something that was set aside that you want as a uh, you have a cow here. Eventually, you want to eat it. It's human food. So I, so that's not something that's human food you don't want to give to your dogs I mean today you have dog lovers people want to give their dogs better food than they eat but normally something which was fit for humans they don't want to give that to their dogs they give the dogs the scraps, the garbage but but something which is set aside for dogs but if, if a humans could eat it 
it is mochel adam. The da'itei din shakol midi the chazile. A person thinks about anything which which is fit for him. So if it's let's say it's dog food, but if he could eat it, something that's fit for dogs, but he could eat it, so it would be drinking. Therefore, that good that is a good question. That uh, since in the since the the calf that was born from a mother trefa, why is that okay? I'll tell you why that's okay because uh, because it's muchen because of the mother. The mother is fit for dogs, so therefore the child is also fit, so to speak, is not muktza anymore. It's not muktza because since the mother before yantiv was a trefa, and you can give that to dogs, so the child inside is also uh, is also considered prepared and it's not considered muktza. Whereas in the case of the uh, chick that came out of the uh, out of the egg, it was that was laid on on yantif, It wasn't mukhavadim. If you shechted the mother and there was an egg inside with a chick inside that, you can't eat that. And therefore, it's not considered prepared. So that's the difference, and that's pshat and rav. Tanik vaser rav, tanik vaser shmuel, mitem rebelch. There's machlokas, a brisa like each one of these. Uh, Amoroim, Rav, we say Tana Upalik, but with a Brisa, an earlier Brisa proves like Rav, and there's another Brisa that proves like Shmuel, Yitam Yechum, it says that it's Mutter. Tanik Vasir Rav, Egel Shanol, Biantif, a calf that's born on Yantif, Mutter, as we said, because it was Muchanaki, you could have shechted the mother, therefore the child is also not in Muchanaki's bread. Ephraim Shanol, Biantif, but a chick that was hatched on Yantif, Osir. Mahaifish Bein Zelazel, what's the difference between the two? In the case of Meshchita, the calf was prepared because you could have shechted the mother. But the chick is not prepared out of its mother. If you shechted the mother, the, 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 uh, the chick inside is, doesn't become mutter to eat, like in the case of the, of the calf. There's a proof also of a brisa like Shmuel, and, or some say Rabbi Yochanan, who says that's mutter, a chick that was hatched on Yantif. Egel shon biyotav mutter, but frog shon biyotav mutter. My time, what's the reason? Zemuchan agavim. In the case of the calf, it's prepared because its mother could have been yashacht, and, and therefore you could have shechted the child. The, the child would be, would be mutter to eat automatically. It's called ben pakua. Vezem atar atzma b'shechita. It's like we said in Amalaf. The reason why a chick that was hatched on Yantif is mutter, according to Shmuel v'yitem Rabbi Yochanan, is because since you can shecht it, therefore it's also not moktza. Since it's, you can shecht it on yantif, therefore it's not moktza. Tanrobanam. Efrosh nobi yantif, again, a chick that was hatched on yantif, osur. That's like what we said, like in the name of Rav. It's osur, it's considered moktza. Rebbelezer v'nyakomer, af b'chol osur. Listen to this. If it was hatched that day, you can't even eat it, period. No matter when it is, 365 days a year. Why? Because the eyes don't open up immediately the first day, and therefore it's considered like a sheretz. Who does the fallen go like? For any creeping, crawling uh, creature on the ground that's usher to eat, that's called the sheretz, to include even chicks, which are kosher, but they haven't opened their eyes yet. Interesting. Here's a case where at that point you can't eat it. You, know, you can't eat it the first day just like you can't, uh, you, know, you know, like a carbon. You can't eat for the first seven days. You have to wait till the eighth day, but it's right for a carbon. Here also, a chick, the first day when its eyes are still closed, is considered like a share. It's a coin to blizzard minyako. Okay. So apparently, we say that for Chanel Biantif, if you hold a muktza on Yantif, and we sit back in that phase, and on Shabbos, Rabbi Uranasi Paskin, like Rabbi Shimon, that he doesn't hold a muktza in most cases. When we say Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold a muktza, there are exceptions as we had back in Shabbos and at Erevin. So. <clears throat> Um, so when it comes to Shabbos, he doesn't hold the muktzah. When it comes to Yantiv, he does hold the muktzah. So if he holds a muktzah, we go like Rav, that what? That if a chick was hatched on Yantiv, it's usher to eat that day, even if you shechted. Amrafun Amrav. Beitza imitziyasa nigmra. He says an interesting thing. An egg, when it comes out, it's con- only when it's laid is it considered finished, completed. 
that it's complete, it's finished. What do we mean by that? Do you mean you could eat it with milk? As we know, an egg is parv. You could eat it with milk. It's called beya bakuscha, right? Beya kabeza bakuscha, famous line. Clearly, an egg is parv, and you can eat it with milk. Let's say, though, you opened up a chick, you, you, you shechted a chicken, and you find inside an egg in its earliest forms. It's not really, you know, it doesn't have the yolk yet, doesn't have, it's not formed yet, then it's fleshic, it's part of the chicken, right? So do you mean that if, it, if it's laid, once it's laid, then it's considered parv? But but let's say you shecht it, you shecht it, and it's only when it's laid is it considered parv. But if you shecht it and you find a fully formed egg inside, then it's not asur lachlubachov, you can't eat it with milk, it's considered fleshic. For time you learn a shecht, so if you shecht a chicken, if you find finished eggs inside, Rashi says, even if, she- even if you don't have the eggshell, but it's clearly formed. You have the yolk. It's clearly formed, even with this, with the yolk. Even though the white part, the chalmon, the outside, the 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 uh, the chalmon is formed, even if the white around it, right? We call the white part of the egg is still uh, intertwined with the uh, with the tendons, etc. Of the of the chick. That's considered. It's considered completed egg, and it's parv. So it doesn't have to be laid. The egg doesn't have to be come out and come out in order to be considered parv. It's parv as long as it's completed inside the chicken. Maybe means this, that only it's, when is it muttered in yantif? If it, if it was later, if it was laid before yantif, then you can eat it. If it was laid, that means it was laid on chol, then you can eat on yantif. But if you shechted a chicken and you find eggs inside, that means that you can't eat it because only that. Maybe that's what it means. Ravuna said, when it's when it's uh, when it's laid, then it's completed. What does it mean completed? That it's not muktz anymore. In other words, that, that only if it's only if it was laid before yontif it's muktz. But if you find it inside the chick, the chick you shechted the chicken, you find eggs inside, then it's osir. But we find otherwise. And you find completed eggs inside. You're allowed to eat them, just like you can eat the chicken. You can eat the eggs. Maybe the rice is wrong. The Mishnah didn't say that. The Mishnah didn't say that if you shech the chicken and you find eggs inside, you're allowed to eat them. The Mishnah talked about an egg that was laid on Yantav. It didn't talk about if you find an egg inside. So maybe the rice is really wrong because the Mishnah never said that. And Rashi says, if, if, if Rebbe never learned that, in Rebbe Loshan, a famous line, if Rebbe never learned it in the Mishnayis, where did Rebbe, who edited the Mishnayis, where did he get it from? He says, no, but Hanami Tanina, I'll show you, you think it's not in the Mishnah, it's in the Mishnah also. Our Mishnah, the first Mishnah in the Mesechet. And, and we gave all the various reasons. But no, that's only if it was laid, it was born. But inside, they're very kosher, and everybody would say that it's mutter. So it's mashva from our Mishnah that it's mutter. So what do we mean? A beitzah, when it's, when it's laid, then it's completed. What? That only then it's parv? No, it's parv even before. Oh, what it, maybe it means that what? That uh, only if it's laid before yantif, it's, it's mutter. But, if, it's, but if, it, if it wasn't laid before yantif, and you find it inside, it's osir. No, here you see everybody says that Abu Meim field How do you know that? How do you know to make that deduction? Maybe Basil says that you can't eat it, an egg that was laid on Yantav. Maybe also if you find it inside the chicken after you shech the chicken, it's also osir. The reason our mission says if it was laid on Yantav, it's mutter to tell you Khirish according to Beshama, even if it was laid on Yantav, it's 
it's mutter. Dafil nolder not misharu. And but they still holds whether it was nolder or whether it was not nolder. Even if you find it inside, it's asra. So who does that brisa go like? This brisa of Tanya Shoche, Elohad Tanya Shoche, the Satanic Matzah, Babetzim, Gemurus, Mutars, Lechem, Beyontev, Money, who does that go like? Even if you say that maybe Rechiev said something that Rebbe didn't say, but who is he saying that brisa like? Lo Beshameh, Lo Beshilol. Because Beshameh says it doesn't have to be uh, it doesn't have to be found inside, even if it was laid, it's mutter. And according to Beishil, you're saying that if it was laid or if it was um, found inside, it's also, right? So what does it really mean? So therefore, it can't mean, presumably, that it is mutter. And you, 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 if you say it's a, that it's still a machlux Beishil Beishamai, so, so that Bryce doesn't go like anybody. If you find the Tanug, you shech the Tanug, you find Beitzim inside, it's Mutar Slach, and you're saying nobody holds like that because Beishamai says even if it was laid, and Beishil says if laid or, un, or found inside, it's Osir. It's, it's, it's Osir needed. So therefore, it can't mean that. Ella, what, is, what does Rafuna mean? Ella Mitzias and Nigmara, listen to this, what it means this. If an egg is laid, if an egg is laid, and there's a chick inside, then a Megalos then it can hatch. Chicks. In other words, it'll it'll be productive and it can hatch chicks, right? But may iman. But if you find an egg inside, then it won't hatch. Then it doesn't hatch chicks. In other words, it only hatches a chick properly, a, a live chick. In other words, that it's a viable. Let's call it a viable chick only if it's laid. But if it's laid, that's what he means. If it's laid, then it's completed. In other words, then it, then you can have a viable chick inside. But if you find the egg inside the chicken. When you shechted the chicken, the mother chicken, then it's not viable. Ma'inaf kamina. Okay, they're telling us a fact of nature. Ma'inaf kamina, mecha chamemker. For business, for selling. Kiyot a man said, Kiyot ha'amalei, who wants a crying, who wants a chicks from a crying uh, hen? Who wants chicks from, meaning that it gave birth to these wild, these, these eggs were not found inside the chicken, and, and therefore they're not viable chicks. I'm selling you eggs that have viable chicks inside that they were laid by the mother while she was alive. Beta Pachilaman, Yavala Beta Shuta. He gave, and, he, and, he, and that's what he was selling, but he actually supplied eggs that came from an, a chick that was slaughtered, and they found the eggs inside, and therefore those uh, eggs inside are not viable uh, to have, to, to have uh, chicks that uh, uh, chicks hashed from it. Also coming to Ravami, they came before Ravami, this guy bought eggs, right? He said, these egg, oh, these eggs, the seller told him these eggs came from a chick that was crying, meaning that it gave birth to lay these eggs while the mother was living. And, and, said, and said he gave him eggs from an animal that would, whose the eggs were found from, after it was slaughtered. And those eggs are not viable to, to produce uh, living chicks. Amalahu, so Ravami said, Mekachtos, it's a Mekachtos for and the deal's off, give him all his money back. Says so pshita. Now, not pshita about unfortunately. Not pshita that that that's the case, right? It's obviously mekachtos. Uh, what do you say pshita? What do you have to tell me this for? In other words, you're bringing down a case that's obvious pshita. Maybe the really the, the purchaser really wants to buy him to eat. He doesn't really want uh, uh, chicks uh, to have viable chicks that are going to live. He's really buying the eggs uh, to eat them, and therefore, you know, it's not such a bad sale. Uh, he really wants him to eat. The reason that he wanted to buy those is because if the, if he came from a lay if it was laid from a living uh, chicken, uh, they are fully ripe. It's hardened. It's fully ripe, and they're better and they're better quality eggs. So the mind of community, not community, be In other words, the deal's not off. 
he just asked for too much money. In other words, you asked him for, you know, he asked him for a dollar or an egg, and they were only worth 80 cents an egg. So maybe he's just giving back the 20 cents. Kamash will know that it's totally, it's a bad sale at all. You might think that he wants to, because in other words, the guy tells him, I'm selling you uh, eggs that came from a, that were, it came from a, uh, a chick that laid them. And therefore, there's a viable chick inside. If it was fertilized, as we'll see in tomorrow's dop, that there was a chick inside. And he sold them instead eggs that came from a, uh, chicken that was slaughtered, even was fertilized, but it's not a viable egg. It's not going to produce a chick. It's just going to be an egg that you could eat. So, so the chiddush is that that's that's considered a tolmekach tol. So you don't say that. Okay, it's just a poor quality, so pay him a little bit less. The deal is totally off because he wanted an egg. The purchaser wanted an egg that can produce a viable chick, and the seller told sold them something, uh, sold them an egg that cannot produce a viable chick, and therefore. The deal is totally off. And the Kiddush is not that a deal is off. Yeah, the Kiddush is that the deal is off. Not that he passed in that way. Of course, he had a passing. Others say, why did he say, make a toast of water? You should have just said, you're high, you have to pay him. Some ask that the cash was that way. But in any case, in any case, uh, that's not a good sale. And the Kiddush over here is that Rafuna's point is, is that and, uh, only uh, what, what kind of an egg can hatch a viable child, only an egg that was laid by its mother, not an egg that was found inside a slaughtered, uh, a slaughtered chicken. Tomorrow's Daf and Zion Chesser are on the uh, podcast, and on, um, on Thursday, which is Som Gedalia, we'll learn at the same time of a quarter to five, and we'll start from the Mishnah and Daf Tess. Shana Tovak, Sivir Sima Tovak, everybody, call to, call to, have a good yantif, have a good yantif, call to.